0: A dose of hope coming
1: at ya Even when I had two execution warrants signed I never mm. told these people what I wanted for my last meal I refused because I believed that the truth was going to come out
2: One day when the glory comes It will be ours When the war is won, we will be sure. We will be sure. Oh, glory. glory,
3: glory. Oh, glory, glory. Hands to the heavens. No man, no weapon. Justice is juxtapositioning us Justice for all just ain't specific enough One son died The spirit is revisiting us True and living, living in us Resistance is us That's why Rosa sat on the bus That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up When it go down we woman and man up They say stay down and we stand up Shots, we on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up One day When the glory comes, it will be
2: ours, it will be ours. Oh, one day, when the war is won.
4: that was Glory with John Legend and Common. Looking for something to do Friday night? Log on to www.uniquekproductions.com to attend its 24th annual virtual Implement the King Dream Award Celebration, 7 o'clock on Friday night, April 16th. I promise you, you will be glad you did.
5: Hey, y'all. What's up? It's your girl, Lino, and you're listening to A Dose of Hope Radio.
4: Today I am so happy to present some amazing guests to you. They are a testament that you never know what type of lemons you're gonna get. But if you simply believe, the lemonade will be just fine. This simply is a story of belief, faith as an action word, and love, we present to you today on this Good Wednesday. Jimmy Dennis and Tracy lamori Keep it locked, y'all. We got it right here for you. Jimmy Dennis, up next. It gets so hard, just trying to figure it out.
6: Fighting down, trying to believe God, trying to watch the words in my mouth and stay on the ride. Trouble come and go, even on the mountain, high or the valley, low. Never let your faith go. Oh, never let your faith go. Yeah. I've been. There before, so confused, don't know which way, way to go. <laughs> Stressed out, world so crazy, minds will stay in our house. Fear trying to rise up, got terrorists disguised. They look like us, but we know who we trust. Just when I say that, we gon' be yeah. all right. We gon' be all right.
3: We gon' be alright. Alright, alright. We right, gon' be alright. Right. You say we right. gon' be alright. Right. Alright,
6: alright. Alright. In these last days, evil times will come, and it's here today. Look at all the hate, senseless crime and murder. Day, day, human trafficking, racism, police brutality, bullying, rain, trouble, and stay, the and be like Let your kingdom come, let your will be done in the earth. Let your glory rise, let your sun shine, let it burn through the dark. Even through the storm and the rain, we will shout, cause we know how the night. Say it. we gon' gonna feel.
2: you are. It's time for the inspirational highlight person of the day.
4: Today, I present to you Jimmy Dennis, a Pennsylvania man who was sentenced to die at the age of 21 and set free in 2013 with what was labeled a grave miscarriage of justice. The judge went on to say that Mr. Dennis was wrongly convicted for a murder and sentenced to die for a crime in all probability he did not commit. We have him on the line today. How are you, Mr. Dennis?
1: I am fine. Thank you for having me. Hope I appreciate
4: being. Absolutely. No problem. I mean, I read your story and listened to it, you know, through a couple of other interviews, and I was just blown away. Just blown away. I could not believe, you know, all of what um, I read. So, I mean, I want you to just kind of Um, take us on a walk as to, you know, what your journey has been. First of all, though, I do want you to start with, who were you before all this began?
7: I was a uh,
1: young man. I grew up in Philadelphia, the North Philadelphia area, uh, Abbotsford Projects. And um, I was a son. I was a brother. I was a uh, father. I was a friend. And uh, I was a musician, uh, sang a songwriter. I had a group called Sensation. And we was on the rise, had some interest from music executives in the business. Wow. Okay. And that's where my life was at at that time.
4: Wow. Okay. So you had it popping. You had it going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's safe to say oh wow and you had a little girl too right at that time yeah i
1: I had my oldest daughter was uh three and a half and i had a a young daughter on the way who was born subsequently one week after i was stolen away
4: wow stolen away stolen away well let's first let's let's talk about it what happened what is your journey
1: so my journey is is that in 1991 a young lady uh was uh, murdered for a pair of gold earrings in the Fern rock station of philadelphia and three perpetrators were said to uh committed the crime they said that the perpetrators were uh five foot ten to six foot tall 180 to 200 pounds and dark skin complexion The jazz musician miles davis or the actor wesley snipes or don Shield. and i stand five foot four 125 pounds and I weighed at the time 125 pounds. I'm 5'4 and my skin complexion is brown skin so you can see the disparities right, and of that the bad. identity of what they said the perpetrator was supposed to be and these corrupt police officers by the name of Jaskrimski in Santiago along with a corrupt prosecutor by the name of Roger King who is known to be one of the worst prosecutors uh, in this country uh, helped steal my life away mm. with lies and corruption and uh that's where the nightmare begins to be
4: wow wow and so they you know accuse you of this crime and there you are uh, sitting in you know on trial for nothing and yeah. so as you're sitting on trial and you're hearing them say all these things what are you thinking how, how are you feeling
1: when you're on trial for something you didn't do you are devastated but you have a sense of for me, I still had a sense of hope that the jury would be able to see the truth and giving my life back. There was this just little ray of hope. And when yeah. that did not happen, I was devastated. I felt like someone that just took all the wind wind out of myself, all yeah. the life out of me and um, all my dreams, my family, uh, my friends and everybody was simply um, at that moment destroyed. I'll never forget, you know, the courtroom scene yeah. and everything and how it played out and hearing uh cries from my mother my sister and my daughters and my uh, family and my friends, people I've never seen cry before because yeah. nobody could believe that this was happening to me. Keep in mind that I never had a significant criminal history of any kind. Um, and wow. every single thing that you say an innocent person is supposed to do, um, I actually did. I went down to the police station when I heard my name and any type kind of rumors or what have you, and they said they did not want to speak to me so when my life was taken and destroyed like this it was very devastating and horrifying
4: wow i can't even begin to imagine what you have been through and must have felt like (sighs) we'll be right back with our inspirational highlight guest jimmy dennis up next his life on death row
2: I'm trying, trying I may have lost so many times before But I'm gonna keep fighting Everybody's gonna fall down sometimes But I can't stay down long When the light shines down on my face I'll rise from the ground Lord knows i am prayed my be saved. Oh, I, 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 I'm going
4: family on the line with Jimmy Dennis, a Pennsylvania man who spent 25 years on death row for a crime he did not commit. Now, Jimmy, you have explained to us how all of this went down. Explain to us now how it felt to know that you were headed to death row as an innocent man.
1: So, from the moment I stepped foot in prison, my journey was unlike um, most people who do go to prison because my head was on a swivel. I had the guards and the prisoners all trying to kill me so much constantly so my head was on a swivel from the moment i stepped foot in jail i also knew that i had to fight back god has given us all gifts Yes, he and one of those gifts is intelligence to use our mind and so i begin to um immerse myself in the law uh, from the time I was stolen away, and so what I did was I learned the law for for a number of years. I started uh, the Justice for Jimmy campaign, and I began to fight back with uh, Tracy and Dave Lamoree uh, from Canada, who wrote me in 1998, and they helped start the Justice for Jimmy campaign and the Canadian Coalition Against the Death Penalty because of me. And they went about spreading the truth about my innocence all over the country all over the world and that's how I fought back
4: yes yes absolutely so how did you stay encouraged during that time how did you stay encouraged enough to fight in that situation because you know most Uh, people would just give up and stop uh, and you know they, they just so devastated and defeated that they couldn't even think to go to you know, to start reading law books and to understand the law and to reach out to people. And most people just would not do that. So how did you, what encouraged you to keep in that fight? I can
1: tell you that there were several things. Um One, two things in particular. I thought about our ancestors. And what they went through during the most difficult times in their life. And there was never no giving up for us. That was one thing. So I used to have this mantra that said, Africa runs through my veins. Mm, Yes. That's number one. Uh, Number two, there were songs that played in my head. Um, my mother and father had instilled strong values and faith in God and morals inside of me. Yes. My entire life in the neighborhood I grew up in, there is a strength in growing up uh, in Abbotsford, in North Philadelphia, and in any black community in this country. Mm-hmm. There's a strength that comes with that. And so I can tell you that I had these songs about the whining playing in my head. One of the songs that played in my head from the very first moment that I was stolen away, um, was trusting god Mm, you know and some of the lyrics say even even when we don't understand, and it seems our world just falls apart, yes, yes. trust in God, right? Absolutely. And so that's exactly what I did. And so these beautiful songs would play in my head every single day, and they were my rallying call. and They were the Wannis, Trust in God, John Coltrane, Dear Lord, Christopher Cross, Selling, Stevie Wonder, If It's Magic, mm. Bruce Springsteen, Spring, Glory Days. Yeah, had all when the be here.
4: Huh? You had all the good stuff in your head.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whitney <laughs> Houston, you know, where do broken hearts go and why does it hurt so bad? And then it would end with Sleep with Mac, don't stop. And I was up. Mm-hmm. and what I mean about being up I was up, I would pray I would look out the window which I seen these broad wire gates and I would tell myself this is not my life and I would start working on law, I would start working on the Justice for Jimmy campaign yes. and, and I called it putting up Allen Iverson numbers where I would literally put up uh, 55 uh, 60 letters in the door within a 24 hour span and I would mm. be writing my supporters, I would be writing activists and organizations all over the country, all over the world for help.
4: Wow, wow. And look how that paid off. You ran into Dave and Tracy, Uh who was able to be instrumental in in just rallying the flag for you and helping you to be your, your hands and legs when you were in there.
1: These people are incredible. Tracy is my sister. Dave is my brother. I love them beyond measure. And we talk every day. As you can imagine,
6: yeah, I we talk know.
1: every single day, multiple times a day, and I just let them in the bits. And they became my voice along with other people from all over the world. Literally, this campaign they started went all over the world. And I wouldn't ask anybody to take my word on face value. The uniqueness about our team and why we had so much support is, you had to read every single document in this case.
6: Yeah.
1: you got on this team and you had to know what you was talking about because i didn't want you to take my word on face value. once you read all the documents you would come to the same conclusion as you now know that the courts came to in two landmark decisions that now help other innocent people come home that it was a grave miscarriage of justice and that james a dennis was wrongfully convicted for a crime he didn't commit and they were the catalyst and they were out there champion um my fight uh, along with other people from Chicago, Australia, uh, France, Germany, Netherlands, New York. It was just an incredible journey. And all these people deserve nothing but high praise and my love and my gratitude for them.
4: Oh, I'm sure. So since hearing the door shut and knowing that now I am set free, like how did you feel in that moment? Like with all of that seemingly behind you, how did you feel in that moment?
1: When I knew that I was coming home mm-hmm. on May 13, 2017. It was uh, like an out-of-body experience, and it still was for quite some time. Yeah. You know, you're in the moment, but you're sort of watching yourself. Uh, in the moment. One of the most beautiful moments that I had was at the hotel. when Once I got back to Philadelphia, my lawyers had got me a hotel suite at a nice hotel and my mother and I had this moment. And if you go online, you can see the picture of me and my mother um, just holding hands. Mm-hmm. And that was something yeah. that long I waited for just to hug my mother, to be able to sit and talk to my mother face to face because there, were, there are no contact visits on death row and and be able to hug my daughters and talk to my daughters. Mm. And now just to be able to be with them each and every day and talk to them, you know, and spend time yeah. with them is nothing short of amazing. And I just felt like it was an out-of-body experience. But for a year and a half, even sometimes now, um, i be hoping that it's not just a dream. Yeah. That someone isn't going to pinch me and wake me up and I'll be back. And you'll be um, back. And uh, on death row, you know, in this uh, dark, dark place. I heard you said death row is a
4: day-to-day assault on the human spirit.
1: What's our question, Hope? It is a day-to-day assault on the human spirit. Nobody, no one innocent should ever suffer the way I suffered in prison. It is deplorable it is the most horrible conditions that you can imagine mm. in terms of uncleanliness unsanitary yeah. um and just dealing with the multitude of personalities the multiple personalities the psychosis of uh, of, of prisoners on death row and the racism and the prejudice of the yeah. guards and prisoners of ran. it's a different city it's a city within a city and it's filled with unsavory characters yeah. and a lot of those unsavory characters are the guards mm. and the things that they do this is why my head was constantly on a swivel this is why i have um teeth in my mouth um that are knocked out You know what Mm. I mean? That, you know, need to be fixed and so on and so forth. And this is why I went through the uh, trials and tribulations that I went through. But I'm here now and I'm here to, you know, to speak about it. And I'm on the other side of it.
4: Yes, yes. And do you ever look in the mirror and just look at yourself and say, like, I survived? Yeah, I've, this.
1: I've had some of those moments when yeah. I'm able to, you know, say that to myself or I'm there for different family situations yes. that are important. Just recently, my mom, you know, uh, you know, my mom has been sick, but I've been able to be um, here for her. And- well, look
4: how that works out, because, you know, at, at a time when she probably needs you the most, uh-huh. you're able to be, you know, here with her. Yeah, and I just yeah. thank God that that the truth did come out, even though it took forever. I know it yes. could be forever. But uh-huh. um I just thank God that it did come out and that you are home with your children and with your family and your mom, you know. And so uh-huh. um, that's just a beautiful thing. And and so what are you doing? Are you are you singing now? I know that Yes you're... I
1: am. I have uh... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have four songs out right now on okay. all musical platforms. Um, Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, Pandora, uh, Amazon, Apple Music, everywhere they stream and sell music. Okay. Um, you can look up Jimmy Dennis. My latest single is an inspirational song of Hope called Tears this year. It talks about everything that all of us have been going through in these uh, times of, of COVID. Last year was very trying for all of us. This year is starting off the same way but that you know we all must realize is that each day brings the infinite possibility of hope yes. and each day brings the infinite possibility that something beautiful is going to happen yes. you know what I mean because the sun always shines and so tears this year is my latest single and all my music is on all musical platforms right now okay. give a listen uh, you won't be disappointed
4: well I'm so honored I, I truly am honored to um, to have this time with you to be Able to speak with you and again my prayer is that your life just takes off from here and flourishes because you deserve that
1: oh thank you so much well, that means a great deal coming from you and i really appreciate you having me um and this has been nothing short of amazing sometimes Sometimes the little things that you go through through your day to make it an uh, even better day when you talk to somebody and they are so giving and they have so much positive energy and you're doing nothing but putting positivity out to the world. And I thank you for having me on your show. I really do appreciate it.
4: Oh man, thank you, and keep in touch. <laughs> I will, I
1: will, I All will.
2: Right.
4: Oh, thank you so much. You are so welcome, and we at a Dose of Hope Radio support you. Um, but this song right here, y'all, is "Tears This Year" by singer songwriter Jimmy Dennis. Let's give a
6: hidden eye for the resilient, for the people on the front line. Let's light a candle. I'm telling you I'm telling you We gon' make it I know it's been hard I know know you're going through I'm telling you You gon' make it This life ain't fair But we stand right here I'm telling you You gon' make it Make breath. Make Make do I'm telling you We gon' make it There's nothing in the world that we can't get through. I'm telling you, you gon' make it. Take we're time, go love somehow. your family. I'm telling you, y'all gon' right make, make it. it feels gonna make like the world's come to an end. Our my sisters Lord, my God will be proud. We're gonna we're go, go through, through somehow. Our gonna Lord, make it.
4: All right. That was Tears This Year by Jimmy Dennis. All right now, do it, Mr. Dennis. Do it, Mr. Dennis. He spoke about another song that he loved so much. It was called Trust in God by the Winans. And I got it right here for you. All right. Want to hear it? Here it goes. Mm Stands
6: every fear so we must put our trust in God He knows our reasons why nights we must sit and cry so we must put our trust in God even though sometimes the Lord may Make you feel your life is almost gone
2: Just look up Tomorrow's time will let you know Your life's not done Just look around Love's falling down Trust in God understands everything. Healing is in its wings, so we must put our trust in God. He shows how much He cares by sharing the loan we bear, so we must put our trust in And it seems our world just falls apart. Just look up. Tomorrow's out
8: We'll let, you, let you know your life's not done.
2: Mm-hmm. Just look around. Love's pouring down. Trust in God. Trust in God. Trust in God
4: we have Tracy Lamore, a high-profile international award-winning publicist she is a well-known longtime advocate on a myriad of worldwide issues and has no problems rallying the flag for worthy causes her empire was founded on kindness and we have her here today to talk about her involvement in the Jimmy Dennis release and how she started from nothing. Put your hands together for this wonderful international force, Tracy Lamore. How are you today?
7: I am doing great. Thank you so much. What a nice introduction.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Look, what a, what a good read. I was reading your bio and I was like, oh my goodness, she is like a whole movement by herself. <laughs> I do things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do.
7: So, who's well, I mean, shocking cuz I've seen your bio too and and you're no slouch. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Look, I try I try just a little bit. <laughs> so tell us who you are. Tell us tell us a little bit about yourself uh
7: so yeah, my name is Tracy Lamori. I'm a canadian girl I, I work internationally these days and like the bio says that uh, i'm a, my bio is impressive now international award winning publicist working across industries but it literally all started like you said I never should have been able to access this life but I had never thought I wouldn't it wasn't ever anything I planned I was just on a um, i was a young activist and I was in sales and marketing and probably would have been lucky to be in middle management my whole life mm-hmm. um I didn't care. It wasn't what I was looking at. Um, I heard when I was 28, we heard about the case of Jimmy Dennis, who was on death row at that time in Pennsylvania. Not a high-profile case. Nobody was talking about it. He literally paid twenty dollars to be listed on a site a pen pal site for prisoners that we'd only found. We were making a website about issues of police abuse and you know anti racism, the kind of mm-hmm. stuff we were talking about in the radio show that we used to have on college radio but didn't have anymore. And then it was the early days of the internet and we still wanted to speak out against injustice so we were just collect, you know, collecting links and making information on the page. And uh something told us to we <laughs> we found this um pen pal from Jimmy Dennis saying, I'm not. I'm not looking for pen pal. I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I'm innocent on death row. This is the only way I have to get the word out. Can somebody please help me? And uh, I don't know why we wrote because it's funny. And someone said, Why did you? what actually made you write? It's one thing to be an activist and care, blah, but. We never thought about writing to someone on death row. That wasn't anything we knew anything about. Yeah. And we didn't just send an email. We literally wrote a letter and went and got a stamp and mailed it off to, you know, back to security prison death row to see what was all this about. And I remember we were saying to ourselves, well, how innocent can this guy be, you know? But we wrote the letter, and he said it for some reason. And for some reason, when he got it, you know, it stuck him to write it. <laughs> stock with all the detail and he wrote 18 pages that we still have on both sides Wow! the trial letters along with all the case information that he happened to have in his cell at the time, which was, you know, the most recent appeal. After that, through the help of other people, we ended up getting the entire trial transcripts, you know, which cost hundreds of dollars. This is what, yeah. what he got for us. We were all, you know, at one point, we were able to read it all over and, you know, become fully confident. But even from the very beginning with what he sent us and that little inch of documentation, it was enough to go, wait a minute, whoa. And then what did we do? Because why did we write? You know, someone said, sort of, well, why did you get involved after that? Well, what else could we do? Was it just, why did we write to that person to ask for detail?
4: Yeah, You know, yeah. I
7: think part of the reason was because we used to have a radio show here Still information gathering, but now that we had done it, what are you going to do about it? You know, right, just leave right. it alone after the guy spent all that time, you know, and all that hope writing out from his cell all the detail? Yeah. Or are we going to try to do our best? And we didn't know what the heck to do because we weren't lawyers, and we were just poor. out like we didn't have any money at all. And, you know, we just wow. had no idea, but we were good at our words. My well, husband learned to make a website, and I literally learned on Vista, which is free Google, how to write a press release. And I found it a year ago, my my first ever press release written in 1998 to the world about Jimmy Dennis, Innocent on Death Pro. And, you know, that's how that started. That's literally, you know, it took another 15 years before I thought, hey, wait a minute, I could probably make a career out of the skills that I learned doing all this.
4: Isn't that amazing, though?
7: Nothing that I thought about or wanted to do. It wasn't why we were doing it. We were literally just passionately trying to get this guy out of prison. (laughs) And we did
4: right wow that is so amazing because you never know when something come across you why god will place it in your lap you know you just never know how just yeah. being faithful in one thing bless so many other right. things and
7: it's crazy looking at it because i wouldn't have thought about it in those terms i wasn't a religious person i was you know what i was the last person you would choose if you were looking and this is where that story you true true, you say. you never know how you're going to be used you yeah. know you never because know because if you were looking for a person that know could help a death row prisoner in a desperate circumstance, you would not have picked this couple in young couple in Toronto, another country, you know, that didn't have two pennies to rub together. Right. That, had, that you wouldn't have picked. You would look at us and go, "Good luck, guy." Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Matter, good know? luck with that. <laughs> right. But somehow we figured it out, and that's part of the story. It's that yeah. you don't have to be. We didn't have to be a lawyer. We didn't have to be publicists. You know, we weren't. We figured that game out as we went along. Yeah. But all you had to do is really care, right? So yeah, yeah when you look back, huh. <laughs> He's not a believer, I kinda say like and I wasn't, but that kinda of, you know <laughs> kinda of gotta be when you see that kinda of
4: story. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean it's 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 right, right. And it's it is it is just it, it's it's mind I can't even say it. It is mind blowing. You know, just after like I was hearing him, you know, talk about it and he was saying, you know, how he started reading books and Started reading law books and trying to learn this and trying to learn that and talking wow. to you guys and and you know and he's uh, an incredible team.
7: he's an incredible human being like can you imagine he didn't even tell us how the stuff he was dealing with you know we sort don't know to this day I, I when I listen to interviews he does where he talks about some of the day to day because he kept us sheltered from all that you know he didn't tell us about the times he was almost killed he didn't tell us about when he was mistreated in prison or about he didn't tell us but that's and part of the reason is because he just wanted to keep everybody focused on, you know, not falling apart on today, but focus right. on getting home for tomorrow. That's what he wanted us to be thinking about. Get me out, get me out, get me out. You know, but when I think of that strength of character... What yeah. he went through and didn't fall apart, I mean, sure, he has PTSD, but, I mean, man, like, for what he's been through, and it's not just 25 years in prison, but 25 years under spent from death is yes. a whole other thing than just being locked up. Absolutely. That's being told, you're Absolutely. literally the worst of the worst. You're garbage. Nobody cares what happens to you. We can do whatever we want. No one...
4: Can't. Mm mm mm. See, I you can't know? imagine, and just the fact that you guys would would you know would pick up that flag and and do that to, for a person that you don't know, it really is. It just speaks to just how beautiful you are. You you know you and your husband, just how beautiful you guys are.
7: I don't know, man. I hate people saying that it, but you know, I, I I also like to say that, you know, what, I think people would do stuff like that if they thought they could, right? right? Like I think why don't people do things? I think if you you know, how many people if they really knew that there was somebody innocent on death row and they really knew that they personally could make a difference right. would say, Nah, I'm not gonna bother, I'm just gonna watch Netflix. Right. Most people would do something if they thought they could. That's but most true. people really just don't believe the same reason they don't start businesses or do that, you know. Like, sure, people are selfish, you know, maybe, but also people just don't think they can do things.
4: Yeah, yeah. That is the truth. Yeah. That is the truth. If you don't well, have... It's sort
7: of empowering, which is why I like to tell the story, not to be, like, applauded or called a hero, because I know it sounds heroic. It's hard not to sound, like, epic, you know, when you tell right, that right, story. right. But, but the really epic part of it is that we weren't epic, that we were just regular people, but we were dumb enough to think we could do it. And then once we got involved, you know, like he became family. There was no way, like, you know, once it started, there was no way we could just abandon it. it wasn't right, a cause. right, right, he was, Yeah, he was never a cause or an issue. He was always a
4: person, you know? That's right. And he said that. He said, you know, that's my sister. He was like, I talk to her yeah. every single day. He was like, that is my sister. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just a beautiful story. I, I'm really glad that you, you know, you reached out to me about it. So, what are you doing now? What are you working on now? Oh gosh,
7: okay. number one, Jimmy, because you know that story doesn't end until he gets a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> right. And there we laughed too, like the Rolling Stone. They couldn't believe it when they when they did a story. It's crazy. Like there we were, like there, there we were, like penniless telemarketers, and he was some guy on death row, and now he gets out. He's an R&B artist, and we're an international PR. Like, it's it's a movie. (laughs) It's crazy, you know? (laughs) It is crazy. (laughs) So, I'm definitely working on him. I loved it. I love to say my client, Jimmy Dennis, on all streaming platforms, and I laugh, because, you know, for 25 years, I've been for his life, and now I'm like, ah. (laughs) <laughs> wow! You know, he's got a voice now go listen to it
4: yes yes he does oh my goodness isn't that just amazing how two people with nothing can make a difference i mean that just speaks volumes to the fact that there is just no excuse to say why you can't do something or help someone else so we will be right back with tracy lamori right after this song
0: for one
4: I'm gonna dance, and I'm gonna
0: shout, and I'm gonna sing. I'll be singing,
6: I'll be singing, and
0: dancing. When I get to heaven.
4: That was When I Get to Heaven by me, Hope Cherie. We are now back on the line with Tracy Lamori. Tracy, leave us with something. What advice do you give to someone who's starting from small beginnings?
7: Believe in yourself. I, I know that just sounds like a cliche. It sounds like those things, those people get up on stages or peep off. But honestly, every single thing comes down to that. Whether it's applying for a job, applying for a house, helping to get a guy up death row, reaching out to media, starting a business. It literally all starts with we stop ourselves before anybody else gets a chance to stop us. Unless you're Jimmy Dennis. Jimmy Dennis didn't do that. He didn't let those five doors, you know, five two foot doors that were between him. And we went and visited him on death row. And I'm telling you, the process of going into that visit, you know how many doors you got to go through? How many electronic things they open and close? How many things were between, just physical things that were between him and freedom? And yet he saw the way out of there, Mm. you know? And most of us, we stop ourselves because when you see a pebble yeah you know we see a pebble and we stop ourselves and so whether it's like whether we're hugely privileged or whether we come from a place where like there's a million barriers in front of us obviously it makes a difference but what actually stops us the most is there are people who look at that pebble and it's like a mountain you know what I mean and there are other people who have a billion barriers in front of them like Jimmy Dennis where anybody in the world would say you're crazy to think you can ever change that and yet they do
4: yeah yeah yet they do amazing amazing so how can people get in touch with you?
7: They can find me all over the interwebs. If you spell my last name right, you can find me. <laughs> Tracy Lamori on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Tracy Lamori PR Media on Instagram. Lamorimedia.com. And yeah, but I, I always say, before you come and find me, and I, and I do work internationally. If anybody is interested in the business side, you know, about getting their messaging out, whether they're an entrepreneur or a musician or an artist mm-hmm. or whatever, I, it's, as long as you're an ethical, genuine person, that's my game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's number one you have to actually be awesome like in terms of being ethical and genuine otherwise find another publicist (laughs) this is a heart-centered business but before you even come to me go check out jimmy because he doesn't just have uh, a song tears this year he's released four songs um, and they're all amazing. And these are not just like you know, it's not just a novelty act. He's a brilliant R and B artist. He was before this happened to him. Yes. And we're we're you know we're changing the narrative because they stole forty five years from it. Like he said, he called me the other day and said my, the lawyer had called him and said, you know what happens now when you search Jimmy Dennis? It comes up R and B artist. Yeah. Which is how it always should have been. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. so we're changing that narrative from Death row Prisoner back to R and B artist. So all streaming platforms, Jimmy Dennis, check it out, download it by a song.
4: <laughs> I thank you so much for um coming on Oh, the show. thank you. And you are so welcome. We want to take this time to celebrate the life of the legend DMX, who passed away this past week. This is a song I always loved from him. It's called Lord Give Me a Sign. May you rest well.
8: Yeah. Uh. In the name of Jesus. Yes. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Preach. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment thou shalt Preach. condemn. Lord, give me a sign. For this is the heritage of the service of the Lord. Preach. And that righteousness is of me, said the Lord. Preach. Amen. Uh Lord, give me a sign. I really need to talk to you Lord, since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone, I'm a big boy now But I'm still not grown, and I'm still going through it, pain and the hurt Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt, and I know only I can stop The rain with just a mention of my Savior's name, in the name of Jesus Devil I rebuke you for what I go through, and trying to make me do what I used to But all that stops right here, as long as the Lord's in my life, I will
6: to the dark double show no shame spit it right from the heart cause it's right from the
8: start you held me down and ain't nothing they can tell me now lord give me a sign let me know what's on your mind let me know what i'm gonna find it's all in time show me how to teach the mind show me how to reach the blind lord give me a sign show me what i got to do to bring me closer to you. Out of talking to him, knowing he's fighting, crying about life ain't nothing. But you either be the one mad because you trap or the one huntin'. Trapped in your own mind, waiting on the Lord, or huntin' with the word that cuts like a sword. The spoken word is stronger than the strongest man, carries the whole world around like strongest hand. Look the trials tribulations, you never let us down, Jesus. I know you're here with us now, Jesus. I know you're here Take that back, protect me, and give me the strength to fight. Lord, give me a sign Let me know what's on your mind Let me know what I'm gon' find It's all in time Show me how to teach the mind Show me how to reach the blind Lord, give me a sign Show me what I got to do To bring me closer to you
5: Never find a love so unique See, when you speak, I'm breathless Your silence renders me restless Send your shalom and I am stressless Can't help but confess There is no greater love than what you display No greater love than what you convey Cause you love me past infinity into eternity Plus many a day so many say I've fallen for you and I concur I'm crazy about the way you stir my insides With a million tiny you little butterflies. butterflies And we, we have no lows, only highs Your love, there's mismerized. no greater
6: love, greater love There is no no
5: If you are exhaling, inhale freely I trust you completely So I surrender all of me Yes, this be romance at the highest potency Real on every frequency You never want static between we That's why you put your ghost in me And now I boast in me See, there is none above The highest title is what you've earned There is no greater love And you can never lose Cause you never snooze, rest, break Intermissions, you're always in right position. Teachers, lawyer, father, physician.
4: is no greater love by my girl ty scott king who's gonna be with us in the coming weeks so stay tuned on that and next week we have Shanita stone a virginia-based self-published author wife and mother she is here for the inspirational author segment with her first book caleb has something to say which was inspired by and written for her firstborn she will be with us to talk about her journey with her son who only uses non-verbal communication also with us all the way from cape town africa is Virginia Solomons, a woman of strength who was burned severely at the age of 22 months. Virginia has had to endure a tough life of ups and downs, but dear God, she is here and coming to share her upcoming book, Scars That Propel. Virginia is our inspirational highlight guest. Can't wait till next week. So until then, just know you have been dosed.